Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maddie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. Okay, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug. And thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews, you guys, legit, seriously, they mean the world to me. So this five-star review comes with Carol Elizabeth Coaching. Carol Elizabeth says, this podcast is like having a conversation with your best girlfriend who is super smart, funny, and relatable. Maddie has a way of guiding you to think more deeply about your life, your dreams, and helps you to see what is possible for you. I highly recommend. Thank you so much, Carol Elizabeth. This is exactly what I want for each one of my listeners to see what is possible for you and your life. I so appreciate this review. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Go ahead and leave me a five-star review wherever you listen, and I'll make sure to give you some love on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning into a solo episode. I've been doing a lot of reflecting about finding your people, your crew. And I think it's on my mind right now because as I have recently launched my new, brand new three-month membership, The Crew, I'm finding that every single time we get together, either in person or online, I feel this amazing sense of community and belonging that I honestly haven't felt in a really long time. Now, I just want to make sure that I'm giving COVID the credit that it freaking deserves because as you probably know, we were, or I was, a very COVID conscious person. From the very beginning, and I've been all the way through, right? And so it it became one of the values in our family for a couple of years. And that definitely put a halt for me to the finding your people in real life or in person. And so all of a sudden, as I'm reemerging, I feel like into the real world post-COVID, I, I have been maybe struggling a little bit with like, finding my people, or maybe even it's becoming reacquainted with my people. And I'm having some, uh, the same thoughts that I had about 10 years ago, when the same sort of thing happened in a totally different way, where it felt like, I know it was a, um, a slow awakening, but what it felt like was waking up one day and realizing that the people that I was surrounding myself with weren't 
the best people for me to be surrounding myself with. And I realized that it was rooted. A lot of the friendships were rooted in values that I no longer held dear to my heart. And one of the sayings that I love to hate is that you are the average of the five people that you kick it with most. And I totally 100% think this is true. So like take a beat and think about the five people that you kick it with most and maybe just kind of take away the family side of it, right? Because if I did that, it would be like, oh, husband, three kids. All right. What if you just like took that away and asked yourself, like, who are the five people that I kick it with most? And, and ask them, if you're the average of them, are you stoked about that average? And if you are, you're freaking amazing. I love it. And if you are, I want to just also give you props because that isn't by accident. That surrounding yourself with like-minded people who share your values, who love you unconditionally, and, and that's reciprocated, that's on purpose, okay? 10 years ago when I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say woke up, okay? And realized that the five people I was kicking it with weren't leveling me up, weren't making me a better person. Actually, I kind of felt like a shitty person after a night night out of drinking, right? Because of kind of just the, the shit that was going on. The thing about that saying that I don't like, so I love the truth of it. The thing about it that I don't like is it feels like it passes blame. It feels like it it passes the blame of taking ownership and responsibility for ourselves to the five people we're kicking it with. And that is like not fair. And it feels like victim mentality, right? Like it's not my fault. I'm not successful or happy or healthy because like, look at the people I'm hanging out with. Well, look at the people you're hanging out with. It's, it's you, right? And the truth is we got to take ownership and responsibility for that statement that we are the average of the five people we kick it with most. And I think once we can take ownership and responsibility, then we can make some changes if we want, right? If we want. Now, I am not saying (laughs) or suggesting that you burn your bridges to the ground, okay? I actually did that, I would say. And it was a really, really scary and lonely thing to do because we need people. We need a community. It is researched to the nth degree that community is like as important. And I don't, I don't have the statistics, but like as important as shelter. And I don't know about food and water, but community and, you know, tribalism is paramount to our health. So for what, so I wouldn't suggest doing what I did and just completely walking away, abandoning everyone that feels unsafe to me. Okay. But what we can do and what I'm realizing that even though I did it 10 years ago, oh my God, what if I did it again? What if I went through these steps again? And if, 
it becomes apparent to me, which already, as I've been researching this podcast, already it is, which is amazing. If it becomes apparent to me that I really love to slowly make some change, we get to do that. We get to do that by setting boundaries, by taking action and making some change, and by putting ourselves out there. Okay. So if you do look around and you're like, yo, I think I could use an upgrade right now. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Rewind. So I'm not saying, you know, burn your bridges to the ground. We need that community. But what I'm saying is we get to reanalyze it. You know, 10 years ago, I did it. And what I'm realizing right now is that I get to do it again. A couple years ago, I took a course by Rachel Rogers. She has an amazing book. Like it's called, We Should All Be Millionaires. And inside the course, she actually recommends doing an annual friend review every 12 months. And it is intense, you guys. It is intense. But as I'm like, when I went through the course, I was like, oh, I did that 10 years ago. I feel pretty great and confident about the people I'm surrounding myself and then COVID. So I'm like, I'm not surrounding myself with anyone. What does it even matter? Now I'm realizing like, whoa, that's a brilliant idea because it's pretty dang easy as the kids start getting older or we change jobs or our relationships shift and morph or we shift and morph. Reanalyzing the average of the five people we're kicking it with is paramount to the life that we crave. If we crave anything different than we have already. Okay. So what we get to do is we get to analyze we get to set some boundaries and we get to make some changes. And then, and then if you're ready, put ourselves out there. And I, um, inside the private living on purpose Facebook group, which if you're not a part of that group, I definitely want to invite you in there. I posted this a couple of days ago. I said, I'm doing some research on uh, the podcast. I'm going to be recording about making new friends. And I had some great ideas. So I put together a worksheet that includes all of the suggestions as well as these three steps as well. Okay. So number one is to set some boundaries and boundaries is going to start with awareness. And so all I suggest here is maybe grab a pen, maybe grab paper. I have some questions in the worksheet, but just take a step back, take a step back, take a like zoom out and take a look at the people that you either intentionally or unintentionally are spending a significant amount of time with. And what you're going to see is values that you also keep close to your heart or values that are misaligned. And I would also recommend once you're zoomed out and you have that like mile high view, ask yourself like, what, what are you seeking in a relationship and are you getting it? For me, when I ask myself, what am I seeking in a relationship? It is unwavering support. And what that means is, is when I'm killing it and like super successful, they are high-fiving me and hell yeahing me and loving on me. And when I'm in the dumpster, <laughs> when things feel like it's all falling apart and shit's going sideways, they put their arms around my shoulders and walk beside me. Okay. And when they're walking beside me, they're not smirking to the side of the other friends. Like, Knew she'd come down one day 
I don't know if you've had that feeling, but I sure have. I also seek honesty and vulnerability. I want a friend who, when I say, how are you doing? And they're not doing well. They say, Maude, I'm not doing so great. Okay. And that way I know I can do it too. I'm also seeking a friend who keeps my confidence confident and, or, um, and keeps it to themselves. Right. Um, I'm also seeking someone who's able to call me on my shit. You know, I, I do a really good job of pretending I'm doing fine until I'm not doing fine. And I know my friends, my close friends, they know when I'm not doing fine, they can see the tears welling up the ones that I try to hide. So, so well, and they say, Hey, but how are you really? That's what I'm seeking in a friendship. That's what I'm seeking in the average of the five people. I'm also seeking someone who is going to push me who is going to ask me what's next. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. And for me, what's next is important. Okay. Being complacent or staying in one spot or not looking for the big picture uh, can be a really dangerous spot for me. So when um, I'm looking for friends, I'm looking for people who are going to say what's next. Okay. And then I want you to become aware of what you will not allow. Okay. So on my list is jealousy. Then I talk a lot about using jealousy as a positive. I'm talking about the negative jealousy. The ones, you know, the one who puts your arm around you and tries to walk with you when you're down, but smirks to the other friend. I'm not going to allow backstabbing or gossip. Those are the, some of the things that I have done. And I am embarrassed to say it. And I no longer allow it to be tolerated within myself. And as I also won't allow it to be tolerated within my friend groups. And it feels really, really good to zoom out and it's taking inventory. How are we doing? Okay. It all starts with awareness. And then once we have that awareness, we get to slowly, if you want, quickly, if you want, make some changes. So those who are not meeting the criteria and dare I say all the criteria, you get to walk away from. You get to say no thank you to the happy hour. You get to say I'm going to pass to the vacation that you've always took together with the families, right? Slowly, you get to take a couple steps back. And while you do this, while you start taking those steps back, friend, let me just warn you, you're probably already feeling it just listening to this episode. As you start to back away, you are going to experience an extreme amount of FOMO. There is going to be this reality of missing out because, because we will. We are going to be missing out maybe on the gossip, maybe on the jealousy, maybe on a little bit of backstabbing. We're going to be missing out on contentment, right? Staying, staying stuck where we are and being okay with it. We're going to be missing out on values-based parties or drinking or, or whatever it is that you want to say no to it going forward. There's going to be a little bit of FOMO. And so at while you're in that stage, this is when it's time to be really, really compassionate and careful with yourself. And this is in the time to maybe begin simultaneously putting yourself out there, Right. You're not going to fill that void immediately. You're not going to find the perfect family to travel with immediately. And that's absolutely fine. And so as you back away, 
as best as you can embrace the FOMO, knowing the fear of missing out. And maybe it's even a mourning. You're mourning the friendship. And knowing deep in your heart that they're on the other side, there's unwavering support, there's honesty and vulnerability, there's all the things that you seek, there's all the things that you crave, okay? Um, the other thing that I think I've been realizing is for some reason right now, the internet feels like the, well, Facebook in particular, really feels like the wild, wild west for me where people who I know in the community all of a sudden have this license to almost be cruel and mean on this social media platform when I know in real life they would never, right? It's like this license to be a tough girl bully, but in real life, I'm going to pretend to be something else. And realizing that as COVID is ending for me has been really hard because I'm like, oh my God, I, I thought we had this. And then we're showing me this side. And so it's even more important for me right now to be going through all of this on my own as well. And so when I was, you know, talking about like walking away and those boundaries, you get to set those boundaries, even when it comes to social media. And so do I, our social media platform, what we allow is our responsibility and we get to choose. And so if we're feeling it or experiencing someone not being super nice or supportive or, you know, living into the things that we see, we get to walk away from it there as well. So that's how we get started. That's how you slowly start to, to step away. And then what, right? And then what? And then we get to put ourselves out there. I'm recently, well, I'm recently um, realizing this in one area of my life and I'll get to it. Um, but we get to put ourselves out there knowing that the perfect person, the perfect match, the perfect friendship isn't going to, it may, I hope it does for you, but it isn't just likely to fall in your lap. And so we got to do some work. We really got to get out and try things and put ourselves in situations where we get to use our litmus test of what we really, really, really want against these new people who are coming in right? And knowing that they're doing it right on back to you. So a couple of, I have the list on that worksheet, but a couple of the things that have worked for me is joining groups that you want to be like, like, how can you level up? So for me, a couple years or a couple months ago, I joined this, um, Jennifer Beatles. She was on a podcast episode a couple of times ago. Please go listen. She has this, uh, group for real estate investors called the inner circle. And I want to invest in real estate. And so what I did to find my people who will check the box of leveling me up, who will check the box of unwavering support, right? When I eventually, you know, have financial freedom because of real, real estate, they're going to high five the shit and, and hell yeah, the shit out of me. Right. So I joined that group and here's what I didn't do though. I didn't get on the Zooms. I didn't immerse myself within the group. And it dawned on me after I talked to Jennifer on the podcast that that's what was missing. And so this, just this last week, you guys, just this last week, I attended two live Zoom videos and I instantly, instantly felt the connection that I was craving, the connection of women pursuing real estate in order to build wealth. 
and doing it in this collaborative, um, non-compete, right, sort of way. It was so beautiful. So yes, join the groups and be participate. Another thing that I would suggest is go to retreats, join masterminds, attend seminars, things that you will be around people who are taking their life to the next level. Again, like I started this conversation, the crew, my three-month mastermind is so heartwarming, life-giving, inspiring. It's amazing because it's this platform where we can all show up with our insecurities, our vulnerabilities, and our struggles, and all simultaneously pursue the life of our dream and getting high-fived along the way. It's amazing. It's unreal. I also recently realized that I have a friend up in Bellingham, Heather Simpson. She was on the podcast as well that I hadn't seen in a couple of years. You know, for me, it's due to COVID. And I reached out to Heather. I noticed she's, you know, she's a mover and a shaker. But when we first met, it was just this uh, instant connection, right? Instant draw to each other. So I reached out to her and I asked her to go on a walk with me. And we went on the longest walk ever. And it was like, yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Take a look at those people that are doing the things that you want to do. Take a look at those people who are living into the values that you hold dear and ask them to go on a walk. Ask them to go to coffee. Ask them to be your friend again, right? It's going to be awkward and it's going to be brave and it's going to be vulnerable. And I promise, I promise, I promise it's 100% worth it. This life is fleeting. It is going so fast, a million miles an hour. I know I hear people and I've said it myself, it's like, I'm too busy, but really we're, we're too busy not to, not to find the five people who will level us up. Those people who will, who will support us. Those people who love us unconditionally. Life is too short to go through without those five. And so I challenge you to do a friend audit today, right now, as you're listening to this podcast, print out that worksheet, ask yourself, am I content? Am I happy? Is it lacking? How do I feel? Do I want to make changes? And go from there. One last story. When I posted in our private Facebook group, uh, the Living on Purpose Facebook group, one of the suggestions that was such a beautiful suggestion was volunteer. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is, I love this. And then I took a step back and just took a look at the things I was volunteering my time with. And it dawned on me that I was spreading my volunteer hours in ways that didn't feel right and in line with my values. It was an interesting realization because volunteering just feels good because you're doing something for other people and it can also feel good for us. And it reminded me of the time that I took the kids down to our local homeless shelter and we served, we cooked and served food with one other woman. And the people I was surrounding myself with was my family and the homeless in my community. That felt right and true to me. These other ways I've been volunteering, they served me for a while and now it's time. Now I get to say that was amazing and my time is done. I'm complete. I'm going to do it. I'm going to spend my time in another way. 
this analysis of how you're spending your time and who you're spending your time with doesn't just have to be with the top five either. Okay. All right. I hope you take this episode. I hope it is giving you lots to think about and that's it. That's it. You're the average of the five people you kick it with. And it's our responsibility to choose the most badass five we possibly can. I am so honored that you have chosen to kick it with me for the last that 20, 30 minutes. I, I truly, truly am grateful and I appreciate you. Uh, have a wonderful day. And as always, continue to live a life on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time always keep living on purpose.